There's a whole world of success waiting for you, success in any area that matters to you. Whatever you desire to create for yourself, the universe says yes. And if you're tuning into this show, you're likely ready to drop the outdated model of struggle and sacrifice. This is the time to attract your success. And I want to reveal a methodology of attraction different from anything you've seen before in a free masterclass, The Energetics of success. This 90-minute class can change everything for you. Register for free at andrewdonovan.com forward slash success or click the link in the podcast show notes. This topic is kind of an interesting one. What narcissists teach us about manifesting? And you might look at that title and think, okay, this is weird. That's why you're listening to this episode. I think that there is a fascinating set of lessons we can learn from people who are actual narcissists. And so in this episode, uh, first of all, I'm probably going to have to revisit this topic with an actual psychologist or some kind of expert on the topic of narcissism and who is a little bit open to the woo-woo that we all like. But let's get the conversation started here because I'm going to give you the punchline right now. The main thing to learn from narcissists is the power of focus. Now, Uh, obviously I'm not saying that you should be narcissistic (laughs) and, and for context sake, let me go ahead and give a little bit of background here. First of all, describing what narcissism is and, uh, and where this idea even came from, because you know me, I'm always looking for ways that humans can be more conscious about how they show up, about which, which thoughts we choose, about how we direct our focus, because that, of course, is all part of what creates our reality. And so I've had a lot of time over the, over the past few years where I've spent just kind of analyzing different people that are called narcissists, people like Donald Trump and, and different influential people, different celebrities, and seeing the kind of impact these people are able to make. Now, depending on where you draw your line in the sand, you might think it's negative impact or you might think it's positive impact, but the thing that we can all agree on is how much impact, period, is created by people who have very intense focus. So for me, this awareness about the powerful focus of narcissistic people came about from observing my father's relationship. He's, he was in a relationship, and <laughs> I don't know if he's ever going to listen to this episode. <laughs> and if his former girlfriend ever listens to this, she'll just write it off anyway. So I'm just going to be really upfront with you guys. <laughs> so my, my father was in a long-term, I think it was like 21-year relationship with a woman who is an actual narcissist. Now, when I say narcissist, I don't mean somebody who is narcissistic, meaning like, you know, like the Greek god, uh, Narcissa, uh, what's his name, Narcissa? Anyway, the it, not like someone who's obsessed with their appearance. I'm talking about the psychological, the personality disorder of narcissism, because narcissism is an actual personality disorder. And basically, narcissism is this weird, wonky cycle of psychological manipulations. And so a narciss- narcissism is steeped out of self-loathing. A narcissist doesn't, like, they, they essentially hate themselves. And to compensate for that disconnect with who they really are, because you and I both know that at their core, their, you know, divinity unfolding, their divine love. But, but consciously, they've developed this outer persona of detesting themselves, and so they compensate by projecting the opposite into the world. Uh, an air of extreme confidence 
and even charisma oftentimes. And, uh, and then nar- the narcissistic pattern is they, they sweeten up relationships and reel people in, but the function of the relationship is always for the person being brought in to be subservient to the narcissist. And that's the narcissist's way of trying to compensate for this, this disconnect they have with themselves. And then the person that the narcissist has reeled in can never do the job right because you can never love someone in place of them loving themselves. And so then it always explodes into some kind of chaos. So I had many years of watching this pattern with my father and his partner and the way that it just, uh, it was an emotional hurricane through our family. And for a handful of years, I uh, really fed into it because I didn't know it was going on. And so I'm not going to get super deep into narcissism and you know how to handle that. There's other psychologists that you can follow online who are experts on the subject. But, um, but what I will share with you that I think is important is I saw this narcissistic woman reel people in. And her focus was so powerful, she was able to convince people of things that were just completely made up. Like literally, like it would usually start with a partial truth, but then, you know, over over time, the, that partial truth would just become a complete radical lie, just a, a, an absolute fantasy, nightmare of a fantasy. And people would buy into it for a time, and people would like being on her good side. And I had different family members where a lot of relationships were very negatively affected. It was kind of unfortunate, but out of the ashes was birthed a version of me that realized that I didn't need to be prey to this. And when someone has an intense focus upon me that doesn't match what I feel is true for me, I don't have to feed into it. I don't have to play along. So so here's the, that's, that's the context of where this narcissism conversation was really inspired. But what I want to highlight about narcissists because I mean you really can see a lot of musicians and politicians and powerful people that different experts would say they have narcissistic patterns or tendencies or they just are a narcissist and one thing I think we can learn about these people is first how they decide yes to things that they choose into even uh, they decide yes with very powerful clarity and focus now depending on where this person's realm of dominion is, if it's a politician, they might make powerful decisions about wanting to be in a certain role, like to be the president of the United States, or to have a specific office, or to have an impact in a certain area where they have expertise or passion. But the, the point is that they decide very powerfully with incredible clarity and focus. And so, because of that intensity in their focus, they frequently get what they're focused on. So you see people who are narcissistic and under the hood, it's wildly unhealthy, super out of alignment, but whatever they're focused on external conditions-wise, they're able to get. Now, this is fascinating in the conversation of conscious creation because when we're talking about conscious creation, we talk about alignment all the time, right? We say that at the core of what you really are, at the soul self level, at that instance where the infinite universe collapses into the consciousness that is you, the being that is you, you are love. And then you've got all these levels of your being. 
uh, you're a human being, right? With all these layers and you've got the layer of, of belief under the hood and the layer of thoughts and the layer of emotions and the layer of action and, uh, and then your physical body. And uh, oh, I forgot intention at the very bottom, <laughs> the very next to the core of you. But you've got all these layers. And we say that when you're in alignment, all those levels of your being, they all line up. That's the point of the word alignment. And so if your deep intention is joy and prosperity and freedom and growth, well, when you're in alignment, your beliefs and your thoughts and your emotions and your actions all line up with that. And so you're able to draw to you through law of attraction, things that match your desires. So when you look at someone who is incredibly powerful in their focus, AKA a narcissist, and you look at how unhappy they are under the hood, but how intent they are in making something happen. So they usually have very powerful thought and very powerful action. They're Emotions might be super wonky because they're not in, in they're not feeling lighthearted. They're not feeling joyful. They're not feeling those things that a very a, a soulfully aligned person enjoys feeling. But they've got certain aspects of their being where they really just muscle through the world, and it's kind of an exact representation of the power of very intense action as well because a narcissist is probably taking really precise, meticulous, strategic action. And and that combined with focus can produce results. And so that's why you can see people who are so intense in their focus and they can create fame or influence or wealth. And for the spiritual seeker, it's kind of a weird thing to observe because you think, well, okay, so they have these things that, that many spiritual creators want influence and impact and a sense of a seeming sense of purpose and wealth, the, the options that come with money, but are they happy? And the answer with a narcissist is no, a narcissist is not happy because you can't be happy while you're hating yourself. Right. Uh, and when you're, when you're making progress at the expense of other people, which is, which is part of the inherent narcissistic pattern. But so a narcissist can create very impressive creations but they are unfulfilled because they aren't deciding yes to all of what they truly want. So the narcissist might want to serve in a high-ranking public office or to have a profound influence in a certain area in humanity, uh, but, but it can't just be that because our core intentions, the, remember the triad of intentions are joy, growth, and freedom. And so a narcissist might create immense growth and maybe freedom in certain ways. If you've got access to a lot of money, that does provide you quite a bit of freedom because you have more options with your money. And if you've got a lot of influence, that provides a lot of options too and can create some freedom, but, uh, but you're missing the joy factor. And so it can never be authentic fulfillment. Also, another thing to know about these kinds of powerful focusers is that they demonstrate radical alignment in certain areas and simultaneous radical misalignment in other areas. So that's kind of just all humans in general. You can be really aligned in, you know, in your love life and really misaligned in your money. So maybe you have an incredible relationship and you're constantly struggling with finances. Same thing with this kind of powerful focuser. Maybe they have radical alignment in their belief and their actions and their thoughts that they can produce 
profound change in, you know, the, the world of politics or the world of music or whatever, but they've got radical misalignment in their relationship with themselves or, or, their, or their love life or, you know, different things, their health. And that's part of where you might see some of these powerful focusers create wealth and fame and then, you know, they have drug addictions and their personal lives are kind of in shambles. Radical alignment over here, radical misalignment over here. Isn't that interesting to think about? And then the last thing that I'll highlight here is that being around them is like being the losing team in a football game. They're the winning team, you're the losing team. And this is something that I thought would be a little bit interesting to highlight just because it really illustrates the power of focus. So when you're, if you've ever been reeled into a narcissistic relationship. And I'd be curious, if you have experience here, send me a DM on social media and just tell me a little bit about what you encountered and, and basically, especially what you learned from it. If you've ever been reeled into a narcissistic pattern or narcissistic relationship with a narcissist, then you know that it's really hard to not get sucked in. That's a way that a lot of people describe it because the narcissist has a powerful focus well, focus, law of attraction responds to all energy, not just nice energy. So even if it's a toxic energy, a toxic focus, when it's strong, there's a lot of attraction there. And that's how narcissists are able to reel, to suck people in, to attract them in. So I, I thought it's really like it's really like looking at a football game. You've got two teams, you and the, the team that represents the narcissist. And fundamentally, whatever team has the strongest alignment is going to win, right? It must be that case because that's law of attraction at its fundament. So whatever team is most aligned collectively with winning will win. And yeah, you can take into account all the layers of being, all the the belief and the thoughts and the action, the emotion, what team collectively has the most alignment with winning. Well, when you're with a narcissist, they have an intense desire to win, And so their focus is intense and yeah, you get sucked in. And that is to bring this full circle where I really found a a beautiful silver lining in this experience in my family with a narcissist that was a complete hurricane, like I said earlier. I realized that I didn't need to let someone else's misaligned focus affect my focus. So I actually had to draw some very clear boundaries. And I, I at one point established a a boundary. I said, I will only be in a conversation with this woman if there is a licensed therapist or professional, like a social worker in the conversation. I won't talk without a professional. And it never happened again. And I kept that boundary. And so we never talked again (laughs) because, because, because she didn't want to have a therapist in the conversation because that would make it healthy and, you know, and make it a fair playing ground. And that doesn't work for the narcissistic pattern. So I, I made a commitment, an intense commitment that I was going to protect my ability to focus in ways that feel in alignment with me, that are in alignment with my truth. And if we were to take, you know, make a, a, a summary or, or what, bring this home, I would say, don't go spend time studying narcissists. The point of this is to realize the power of focus and to decide that you're going to prioritize focusing on what you want to focus on. Focus in areas that are in alignment with what you're here to create, with your values, with your inner deep sacred truth. Do you like that? Oh, such a 
good conversation to have, such a yummy, valuable lesson to remember that you are always a person who gets to choose what you're focusing on and who you align with and, you know, where you focus on with relationships is where you're aligning in some ways. So yeah, what are you going to decide from here? Thanks for tuning in. If you found something valuable in this episode or if you're loving the show in general, it goes a long way when you leave a rating and a review. If you'd scroll down and drop five stars and just jot down something you liked in this episode or what you're loving about the show itself, it helps us get this content into the hands of more soulful creators like you. And if your impulse is telling you that it's time to move forward in your ability to consciously create a life that lights you up, a life you can truly lean into and love, then I want to invite you to register for the Conscious Creation 3-Day Workshop. This workshop will shift your energetic trajectory and clean up your point of attraction in unique and powerful ways. There are also bonus modules to help you focus your energy in areas like love, money and career, time and health. Register for this transformative experience at andrewdonovan.com forward slash conscious creation or go to the link in the show notes.